I admit to being freaked out about podcasting until I discovered Anchor. First off, it's free. It has creation tools that allow me to record and edit podcasts. Most importantly to me, it distributed my podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a lot of others. Yeah, it also allows me the opportunity to make money on my podcast, which is a win. But most important overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. That's a huge win. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, well, week one of the NBA season, the 2021-22 NBA season is over, which means it's time for NBA Western Conference strength of schedule power rankings. People are, I noticed this morning, putting out their week two power rankings. We do it basically like this. The season started on Tuesday. We go through Saturday. That's week one. Makes sense. So right now we're in week two, but we can only take a look back at week one. Seems logical to me. I'm not sure why people are doing it differently. But before we get into detail about week one, and how your team looks. I wanted to take a little bit of time talking about power rankings and why we're doing these. I've been doing these power rankings now for about three seasons. And I started doing, doing them um, because I realized a couple of things about power rankings. Number one, they kind of suck. But they're also kind of cool. On the cool side, we love to see our team and where they rank um, based on someone's opinion. Um, it's a feel good. We know that if our team is number four at the end of week six, it really doesn't matter. There's no bearing on it whatsoever, but it's cool. It's nice to see our team rise in the rankings or, you know, it's nice for us to sometimes freak out maybe a little when they dip and then come back. So they're cool, but they suck because at the end of the day, it's, kind of come down it kind of comes down to objective versus subjective simply put to be objective means you don't really care about personal opinion you just look at facts right whereas being subjective is kind of the opposite it's not kind of it's exactly the opposite we're not looking necessarily at the facts or maybe on top of the facts we're adding our opinion and that's really been the problem with power rankings the way i look at them uh, in the past uh, one power ranking would take a, a loss, say a big loss, say, you know, 50 point loss to somebody, a 40 point loss. And they would just drop a team to the bottom of the rankings because of how they lost, not just because of the loss. Sometimes somebody might kind of not like a team and that team's loss kind of just filters into their thought process. And again, they just lean on opinion more than facts. A W is a W, an L is an L. I think it should stop and end there. 
right? Anything that's subjective kind of tends to be intangible, whereas something that's subjective is tangible. So we came up with this, the Western Conference objective power rankings. I've called them strength of schedule power rankings in the past, kind of the same, really. It's really simple. Instead of letting opinion kind of creep in to these power rankings, we simply take a look at the wins and losses against the teams. Now, the team's important. The way we do it, the way we've done it, and the way we're going to do it again this season is we're categorizing the team into categories. Now, seasons past, we did three categories. This season, we're doing five. So there's the teams with championship aspirations. There's a quality team, team that you know could make the championship, but maybe just a tier below. Good teams, serviceable teams, and bad teams. Pretty straightforward. You can see the categories and the teams here. For those that are listening, the championship teams at the start of the season, the Lakers and the Suns, quality teams, the Nuggets and the Jazz, the good teams, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Mavericks, the Grizzlies, and the Blazers. The serviceable teams, the Spurs, the Kings, the Timberwolves, the Pelicans, and the bad teams, unfortunately, the Rockets and the Thunder. Now, the way it works, pretty straightforward. You beat a team, you get points. You, Depending on how good a team you beat, you get more points. Now, if you beat a championship team on their home court, that's the maximum points. That's the 19. You see the little emoji there. The reason we call that out is because if you beat a quality team on their home road, on, on, their, on their home court rather, that's called a quality win. Quality wins cost just a little more or not cost, but actually give you a little bit more. So quality wins are good. We want to look for those. Those bump you up just a little bit. Now, on the other side of that spectrum, if you lose to a bad team on your home court, that's a bad loss. Uh, That'll get you zero points, and that really has an impact on the overall ranking. So we want to take a look at those quality wins and those bad losses as it relates to these power rankings. Everything else kind of just fits on this category between zero and 19. It's pretty straightforward. And I've included a little bit of the formulas that, that we use to actually calculate these objective power rankings. But at the end of the day, it's really, really simple. Who won? Who lost? Where did they play? Boom. That's it. No opinion. Nothing subjective. Pure objective power rankings. So with that as an introduction, Here's where the teams rank at the end of week one with an understanding that week one doesn't much matter. This will all start to kind of filter out over time. But after week one, the Oklahoma City Thunder come in at 15. They're 0-2. I'm not worried about the Thunder. I think if you're a Thunder fan, you shouldn't worry about your team. They've got a lot of draft picks. They're going to be okay. But this might be a rough season for them. Now, coming in at 14 is a surprising Clippers team. Surprising only only because we've got them as a good team. This team should be good. They've got good players. They've kept their core together, but they're off to an 0-2 start, which sees them holding up the rest of the Western Conference. Above them are the L.A. Lakers. Now, this is interesting because ever since I've been doing these power rankings, both L.A. teams tend to congregate. They stay really close. This has been true over the last three seasons which I think is kind of interesting. Um, the Lakers are a story in and of themselves. We, we're not going to get into a lot of it, um, but they did have a rough start. They did pick up a win on Sunday, but technically for us, that's week two. So after week one, 0-2 and struggling. 
The Pelicans come in at number 12. They're 0-3 and, and, you know, I mean, in danger of, of, I don't know, messing up a pretty good thing. Um, I like the Pelicans. I like their team. I like that core. Um, this season might be make or break it for, uh, for that team. We'll see how things play out for them. The always steady San Antonio Spurs come in at 11. Uh, they always tend to surprise. They're always, they've been really always for the last four or five seasons, kind of right here, right in the middle. Not a great place to be, but we'll see what the Spurs do as time moves on. The Rockets, Rockets are a bad team. They come in at 10, one and one. Um, they might be exciting. They're certainly uh, interesting in that you know, they're rebuilding. Um, a lot of these teams at the bottom, with the exception of the two LA teams, uh, the Pelicans are in rebuild mode. Number nine, a team that's definitely not rebuilding, but maybe should start thinking about rebuilding around Luka. The Dallas Mavericks come in at nine. The Blazers still with Damian Lillard, one and one. Then the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix is interesting, right? This is a quality team, not a quality team, rather a championship team. This is a Western or defending Western Conference champions. They come in at number seven after a kind of a rocky one and two start. Sacramento, uh, good for them. They come in at one and one. Now, you might see, and I should have called this earlier, the first two columns of wins and losses. The third column over, that's QW. That's the quality win, BL, bad loss. We called those out before. You'll notice Oklahoma City had a bad loss. They lost to a bad team on the road or at home, whereas Phoenix and Portland, they both got one quality win. Those quality wins bump them up a little bit, which is why you'll see Portland at one and one, a little bit above Dallas and Houston also at one and one because of that quality win. Minnesota. Now this is interesting, right? Minnesota Timberwolves at two and oh, and at number five. Be great if they can sustain it. Not sure they can. There's always a team every season that starts out really high in the power rankings and then kind of dips. It might be the Timberwolves this season. We'll see. I hope they prove me wrong. Utah Jazz at 2-0, steady under the radar. They're going to be good. They're, they're just going to be good. Uh, Memphis uh, comes in at 2-0. Now, Memphis is an interesting team because they're good. Um, and it kind of snuck up on me. Uh, John Morant is amazing. The team is solid. Um, easily, I, I don't want to say easily, but I would say most. Okay, I'm going to stick with easily. This is a playoff team, and they're exciting to watch. Denver comes in at 2-0. Denver and Utah kind of fit the same mold, man. I think they're solid teams, under-the-radar teams. They're just going to keep doing what they do, doing what they do, doing what they do. They're both going to be there at the end. Coming in at number one after week one, the Golden State Warriors. We had a show not too long ago. We talked about the Warriors. And the Warriors, everybody was talking about how they were going to be back. This is their season. Uh, and I really didn't see it. Um, Clay Thompson is going to be back. I don't think he's going to be exactly who he was. So I was curious about why everybody looked at the Golden State Warriors as, you know, the team that's going to be back. But I see it now. Uh, Curry looks amazing. They will be getting Clay Thompson back. Jordan Poole has improved. This is a good team. And after week one, they are the Western Conference Objective Power Rankings champions. Congratulations to the Warriors. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll be back on Sunday to recap week two.